John Cats and Martinis. 77 WABC. Breaking news, WABC. And that breaking news coming out of New York City, well, specifically Staten Island, where Borough President Vito Fisella has issued a letter to the Independent Budget Office asking it to urgently take a look at a cost analysis on the impact to New York City's budget from the influx of migrants from our country's southern border. Right now, they're estimating about 14,000 migrants. They're also building a migrant tent city up in the Bronx. It's getting out of control. It's kind of, I'm worried we're going to start looking like Mogadishu at this point. On the line with us right now is Joe Jackalone up in the Bronx, the NYPD also talking about how they're going to beef up security there. I, I just don't even know how the NYPD, how anybody can handle all of these migrants. We don't know who they are. And the majority of them, Joe Jackalone, are also going to be young men. Well, when you have uh, an influx of any type of people, I mean, listen, the NYPD is great at uh, making sure you have situations where, uh, you know, you think of New Year's Eve, we have a million people coming into New York City. Uh, I mean, listen, they can think they can handle it. They look like they might have a plan. But also I look at this and in, in seeing that uh, this is something that they could have also used for uh, the homeless problem that we have. So these 10 cities putting them out of place where you're trying to get people out of the subways and, uh, you know, mental health facilities, whatever you might be. Uh, it might be a good idea to uh, use them for that, too. And isn't it, Joe, it's, uh, it's uh, Richard Weinberg. Nice to talk to you again. You know, there's now, there are now reports that Maduro from Venezuela is sending in the worst felons, the violent felonies, to send them to our southern border. And where do you think they're going to wind up? Well, yeah, I mean, if you think about it, uh, history repeats itself. If you remember way back when, when Fidel Castro did the same thing, emptied out all his prisons and sent everybody to Miami. Yeah, so, the Mariel uh, um, uh, boats, yeah. yeah. And it was Carter's yeah, so, gift to America. If you don't know your history, you're doomed to repeat it. So, uh, you know, we're living in that kind of world, and I, I think that, um, you know, listen, something's going to have to be done. Something's going to have to, you know, come, come to a head eventually. But, um, listen, we, we don't need any more issues with the fentanyl problem. We don't need any more issues with crime, specifically in New York City, where we're seeing increases of about 34% across the board year to date, um, you know, any type of incident where you're going to have, you know, police now have to do security at these sites. Uh, listen, we know that the police department is suffering from resignations and retirements and there's not enough cops left. So anything that's going to make them thinner uh, is going to be detrimental to the other citizens of New York. For all of our listeners, Joe Jackalone is a retired uh, detective sergeant of the NYPD. He's also uh, a professor at John Jay Law School. Uh, you had a question for him, Judge Weinberg, regarding that report on bail reform. Uh, Joe, that report, I, I took a look at that, and I've read the countervailing arguments against it. I thought that report from the Criminal Justice Office of the state was an absolute sham. They just fudged the numbers. They manipulated it. They're not getting the real impacts. This city is less safe, and this state is less safe under this bail reform and all the other laws that were passed that create this climate of, of lawlessness. Rapes are up, armed robberies are up, grand larcenies are up, carjackings are up, all the kind of stuff that destroys quality of life and people's commitment to the city and to the state. And that's why 42,000 people in the last year have moved to Florida and changed their residence. And we're losing productive, important people. What say you? Well, you have a situation where for such a long time they've been hiding these figures from us. And it's not so much I don't know what's being done or where the figures are actually coming from in that respect, but 
it's the gaslighting. It's been it's been telling us all along. First, it was that there is no crime problem. And now they're telling, you know, and after the crime started really spiking, now it's not a bail reform problem. Well, I always tell people, you know, we use bail reform to blame for a lot of issues, but it's it's about criminal justice reform, prison reform, raise the age. I mean, New York State has a whole bunch of them. And the, the, the biggest problem of New York State's reforms is that it fails to give judges the discretion to hold people that really should be held. So if you look at what happened just recently in Manhattan, where this guy got basically let off on an attempted rape, and he's out on the street, and there's five other sexual assaults. So when people say that bail reform or these reforms don't increase the crime, I, this guy, he has five cases on him within a week of being set out. And so, the DA's office wanted to give him only 30 days. He was facing 25 years. And when the Manhattan District Attorney's Office was asked, hey, are you aware that he sexually assaulted five people? One of them was a guy. And you want to give him just 30 days? They were like, well, we might possibly take back the plea deal. Why wouldn't they just automatically rescind the deal, Joe Jackalone? Well, this is the this is the problem that we're facing. So when you know when you bring up stories like that, you have the people on the other side will say, well, that's only anecdotal. Well, listen, every day there's been anecdotal stories. And listen, I always tell people behind those stories are real victims and their families that have to deal with this and the consequences of these actions. And it's it's one, it's not fair. It's two, it's not good for the the vitality of New York City. Yeah, you know, I will tell you, I will tell you. Having sat on criminal court and state supreme court, if that deal was before me, I would throw them out of my courtroom. I would not accept that deal. And if there was a deal made and it came time to, for me to impose sentence, I would refuse to impose that sentence. Find yourself another bleeding heart judge who doesn't feel that public safety is important. And regarding that bail report, Joe Jackalone, I want to point this out to our audience. The total number of rearrests is way up from 1,994 for all of 2019 to 4,004 for three quarters of 2021, equivalent to about 5,344 full years. So we went from 2,000 to over 5,300 regarding re-arrests. And yet they want to tell us that bail reform is working and that it's not resulting in more crime being committed on our streets. Joe Jackalone, I'm going to steal your line, Judge Weinberg. Cancer. What's the, what's the new cancer? The cancer of apathy. We have to fight back. That's too, too, I too mean, to, wait, wait, let me go to the dictionary. Keep it simple. It actually has to do with ignorance and apathy. Who knows who cares? Uh, keep it simple. Get. All you guys are college graduates. I'm a college dropout. <laughs> so we should all be as unsuccessful as you as college dropouts. Indifference. They don't care. Yeah, they don't the, care. You know, well, that's what I said. It's a who knows who cares. John, look. Just how well you would have done if you'd only graduated another six courses. I know. That's it. Maybe you would have had, like, I don't know, a couple more billions. <laughs> the, what the real problem is, too, when you look at these figures that nobody's really talking about, is that upstate New York and the surrounding counties are actually doing worse in some areas of the yes. years than New York City has in re-arrest forms. So that's affecting the suburbs and everything else that goes on outside of New York City. Unfortunately, a lot of times we get caught up in New York City as the center of New York. Uh, you know, in, in so many words, it is. But there's a whole big state out there that's suffering at points worse than New York City when it comes to re-arrest rates. Governor Patterson, obviously, you're the governor of New York. It, New York City, it, we, we think it's the center of the universe. But, I mean, there are a lot of places in, in New York State alone that are, is bur- is bursting at the seams. that is suffering from this crime wave. And it's just astounding to me to, that Governor Hochul is not waking up and saying, like, hey, let me listen to Mayor Adams. Mayor Adams says, I want a special session. Let's consider the bail reform. Governor Patterson, wh- why isn't she listening? Why aren't the legislators listening to Mayor Adams? 
Well, I had this conversation with uh, Ed Cox a little while ago. I think the reason the governor didn't call the legislature back because she couldn't produce anything. In other words, she knew she'd get nothing out of it. But what uh, Ed and I were talking about is sometimes you don't have to win the battle, but you can win the war. At least you tried. At least you stood up for something. And that was the judgment she made. It may or may not hurt her in the general election. I think that... Um, what does she stand she, for, David? Well, she's... I think she stands for a lot of the things Weakness. that we talk about, but she's never known how to really negotiate that with the legislature. Well, thank you so much, uh, Joe Jackalone, again, retired NYPD detective for several decades with the NYPD. And thank you, as always, for, for telling us like it is. Thanks, guys. Have a great night.